Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host, Dana, or the DHKs I'm known, and we watched two things this week. We started off with The Marvels, which is the latest Marvel Studios film, a major spoiler alert for that one. And then we also wrapped up the second season of Loki, and again, a major spoiler alert for that. And without further ado, here's We're Watching What? Okay, we're kicking things off with The Marvels. Matt, what did you think? I want to be kind. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, I, I really thought this was really bad. But okay. I, I want to be. I want. No, no, no. There's, but you can be constructive I, with your. Yeah, feedback. like yes. exactly. Like I yes. don't want to just because I will. I will just preface by saying like, I was not entirely sober when we watched it, and it was actually like a lot of fun for me, but also like a bad decision to not be sober because I, I, I was finding myself in uh, fits of laughter over things that um, were not meant to be funny at all. Okay. This <laughs> and goes, yeah. that's a fun watch. I also was like really trying not to be disruptive to a crowded theater of people seeing an opening weekend Marvel film. You know, so it sure. felt like I was like, uh, wrong place for me. But <laughs> okay. See, that's that's very interesting because I also was not entirely sober yeah. during, in part because, and I hope this isn't too inside baseball and they don't, don't blacklist me for this. We were given drink tickets at our press screening, which is oh. very unusual for any Disney company owned movie. You know, sometimes we'll get one for like a Hulu or a 20th Century Fox, but I've never gotten a marvel movie or like a you know any obviously the family friendly this is family friendly but anyway usually we get like popcorn and soda it's very generous of them and i want to be clear marvel doesn't pay any of us for any of this it's just all the studios for press tend to give you popcorn and soda but and sometimes they give you drinks but when we all got drink tickets we were like oh no (laughs) it's usually (laughs) it's not necessarily you know, they know what they're doing. It, it doesn't yeah, hurt right. to have everyone. And we'd also gone to happy hour before not knowing that we were right. getting, you were getting tickets. So our entire theater was a little rowdier, which I think was fun for us because we were all on the same page versus your experience where like not yeah. everybody was, you know, in the same, I had the yeah, same I, opportunities. <laughs> right, exactly. And there was laughter in the film, some intentional, some not throughout. Yeah. So it was a fun viewing regardless. Yeah. But I had a blast. I we just, had, I had I so just much fun. wanted yeah. to, I wanted to like be very, I, I wish I had your experience like with a, yeah, with it. Everybody everyone was kind it. of inebriated because yeah. I was with, with friends and we all just had some happy hour drinks beforehand and that's what happened here. But right. it's just, I, yeah, I don't know, but, <laughs> but I will say just, it was a fun time, mm-hmm. but it's really restructured in my brain. Yeah. How I'm choosing to like think of these Marvel films moving forward now. Tell me more. When we look at what we've had recently and we look at the, the, I mean, Guardians is Guardians, but it got more serious than it had been, you know, in this last, this last go around, of course, with the rocket stuff. But even with like Quantumania and we Mm -hmm. just, and things like that where we're, we're looking at like what they're throwing out here. Yeah. The quality has just, drastically shifted in, in my mind about just as far as like the 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 attention we're even putting into like from a planning perspective I want to be mm-hmm. clear I think the artists are incredible but from a planning perspective the the the, the resources we're deciding we're going to use on special effects mm-hmm. are just mm-hmm. totally gone like I, I mean it's just not gone completely you know it's just like I didn't see one shot in this movie that I thought was relatively convincing at all and I was like oh my gosh even like when they're in the spacesuits early on and Monica and stuff, I was like, I don't even believe she's in that suit. 
No, she like wasn't. It was, she, it was, I mean, there was no way she was. Well, she wasn't, no. but I, because I didn't <laughs> yeah. even believe it. And yeah. I've never, I can't think of a time where I've been watching a movie about astronauts where I've been focused on the fact that I thought their face was superimposed into a suit. And I was yeah. like. <laughs> but, but, and, and I, you know. I agree with you. I just want to point out the same issue occurred in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Yeah. So sure. we're not, we, I, just, I like that we're, we, no. like, we have to be really yeah. like defensive of the Marvels because like it's, it, to your point, it's on par with it, this phase, you know? Yes. It's no worse than any of it. Right. It's just not, um, Better it's than those things, it's not better than, and it's not yeah. uh, even nearly to me as good as I thought the first one was. Like, and I, you know, I, yeah. I don't think the first one's like the greatest film of all time or anything. But I don't have the same complaints with that one as I do here. Here, I was Great. complaining yeah. about that. I was complaining about the writing. Mm-hmm. It felt kind of how I felt about Quantumania in the writing, in a lot of the look of it. I felt um, Brie Larson's performance in particular felt really like rehearsed and stiff to me it didn't yes. feel like i yeah. thought that the others were better than she was but she's an incredible actress i usually think so it was like this is yeah this what is, is exactly what i said in my review as well what is going on yeah it was just it was just very alarming and confusing and i i, I went into this with, with pretty low expectations because the trailers just haven't really done anything for me mm-hmm. but i also was hopeful in that like i quite enjoyed like you know nia da costa i'm newer to her but i quite enjoyed her remake of Candyman slash sequel to Candyman, mm-hmm. and uh, last I think it was last year. I quite enjoyed that. I saw she was writing on it. I saw the other two ladies who were writing on it have written on WandaVision and Loki, like other Marvel properties mm-hmm. and things that are that are pretty well received and more successful in the writing category than I thought this was. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I was just like, "What happened here?" And it felt as if it felt as if the movie somehow was a certain thing and then kind of got blown up and restructured. I don't yeah. know how else to explain how I felt about it. It just was very messy. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. And we're back. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. I think the part to give it, you know, a compliment that really shines the most is Miss Marvel. Like that whole, yeah. you know, Iman Balani and like bringing in her entire family. Like that stuff was all super fun. And I think the other thing about it tonally is that it's different from the everything in this last phase has been very like morose and sad and i understand because we've had this huge tragic event and all this stuff but i think the sort of joy that character let alone the performance brings is much needed and i know that other things are comedic in that like quantumania is trying to be funny sometimes you know it is it is funny sometimes it's trying to be funny thor love and thunder has a lot of comedic attempted elements same for guardians to a degree but They've all also peppered in, you know, these very dramatic Christian Bale's character, all this stuff. So I feel like Marvel doesn't know where it wants to go with this current phase. And this could also apply to some of the other ones. But I think since we have, you know, seen the events of Endgame, and I will exempt Spider-Man far from home from this, because I feel like totally it didn't know what it was doing. You know, it's just all kind of feeling aimless and and we're going to talk about loki in a minute but to me that also was just like what what i don't I, mm, who, what like yeah i think what's what's feels evident i don't know if it's at all accurate to what's really happening behind closed doors here but it feels as if everyone i when you look at what james gunn did and then what taika did with ragnarok i guess it's almost as if you look at the early MCU and I'm not saying that all the films were like so drastically different and had each director's, you know, total print on them. Like, you know, they, they still were formulaic and I'm not going to say they weren't, they felt fresher for us at the time, but Mm -hmm. you know, they were formulaic, but Marvel, I always thought was, I, I, I really liked that they seemed to hire 
different directors to come in and kind of like it felt like actually exert some creative control over what they were doing. Yeah. A bit. And then that got more evident when we got to the 2010s and we got actual directors of color and we, mm-hmm. female directors and things coming in where it was like, oh, now we're actually getting real like, different, really different voices coming yeah. in here and doing this. And it still felt cohesive and good with occasionally there were films I didn't love and some, you know, not everyone's going to be for everybody, but yeah. it all felt cohesive. And I, as a whole, I still was really like, I really like this. And yeah. uh, now it almost feels that since we, we see the success with what James Gunn has done with Guardians with people and then, you know. Taika coming in in his unique style that it was kind of taking what James Gunn brought in style wise and then kind of infusing his own flair into it, but also going even higher comedy in different ways. Mm-hmm. And it feels like everything is just now trying to kind of conform to the, those styles in some weird way where now everything like this felt like it was trying to feel like Quantumania was trying to feel, <laughs> you know, interesting, you know, like how they're just kind of like with the way they're approaching their comedy and yeah. the way they're like, I'm sorry, but that sequence when she gets there and the prince that I know she marries him in the comics too on that planet, but it's like a musical planet and she's in a dress. I, I just have to say right now, I didn't even see it because I had to, I had a moment in the theater, like honestly, like when I was watching cats and I had yeah. to, which funny to say that because I, yes, <laughs> yes. Like, you know, but I had to hide my face. And at one point I had to start plugging my ears because I couldn't, I was, my laughter was going to be uncontrollable. I, was gonna, like, I see. It was too much. I was like, this is, I can't do this. <laughs> and I was like, what, why? Like, it was meant to be unique and funny. I get that. Yeah. But it was, but I was more just kind of like embarrassed at the fact what, that it was happening. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> like, what I, is this? Yeah. I want to put an aggressive caveat out there so they don't come for yes, us. Like, yes, Park yes. Seo Joon was fine, you know, underused. Sure. So, uh, so underused. And I was yeah. just like, where, what are we, what? Like, Use it him. Was, it, was, it was not even, the, yeah, it was nothing to do with people involved. That no, were, I know, I know. But it I was, was like, just the no. scenario. Yeah. Uh, it's an important caveat because I, I don't want to be like totally just desecrating up everyone's hard work here. But it just, it was some, it's one of those decisions that I felt like, who decided this? And why did you think this would just be like, oh, everyone will just love this? I guess maybe some people did. I don't know. Well, it's it, so out of place. And it does feel very stunty, right? Because like yeah. people, you know, the the sort of K fans in my, my audience, like the theater of mine, you know, lost it over it. And I was like, that's great. But like, you know, it's the same, I think, with like Eternals, where there were a couple stunt moments that I'm like, eh, or use them, <laughs> you know, yeah. use them. And, and I, you know, I don't know what happened and if there was more to the story and whatever it was, but it's just, it is sad to see these like huge, moments that are hyped up end up being pretty deflating yeah and it and it felt kind of it just it, it there were moments like that for me that ended up making it feel more parody than it did mm-hmm. like oh I totally believe this is happening in this movie. yeah <laughs> like in this universe you presented right it just and then pair that also with you know Zawe Ashton's like performance with her with Darben and it was just and I don't know Darben well I only, I only know her from some Silver Surfer stuff back in the day I don't know how how what she's become in the Marvel, Marvel universe or, yeah. or that but very melodramatic and it was very just kind of like so serious and and uh you know to a point where I was like this feels like is this meant to be campy in the way where like when you're watching Kate Blanchett as Hela mm. in Ragnarok that was camp to me, campy as hell, and I loved it. And it was mm-hmm. like, it felt like you were, it was intentional, and she was just, you know, she felt like she was everything. And this, I I wasn't feeling that, but I was I was very aware of the decision to be like, we're going to make, I'm going to, you know, this performance is going to be 
you know, and I was like, the script just can't support it. I, I don't know. It just, it felt, maybe there was a place for it, but it just felt like in this, this movie wasn't it. Yeah. It's, I, you know, we've talked about this extensively, how Marvel cinematic things tend to have a anti-hero, we won't even call him a villain, problem. And yeah. this is no different, you know, like I don't feel any different towards this than I felt towards, it just felt very plug and play. And I was like, well, I didn't, I didn't expect this honestly to solve, you know, the problem or issue or, you know, do whatever. Yeah. So I thought she was fine within this. It was the same as, um, the same issue I had with Brie Larson's performance and that like, they felt like they were in a different, much more serious movie. And yeah. then you've got the moments that worked for me, at least are the comedic moments of this film. Like you talked about cats that I, I was crying laughing. Because when they went for it, when they yeah. went for the joke, you know, and yeah. spoilers, because we've already talked about a bunch of spoilers. When they went for Moonlight, I was just like, yeah. at first I was like, this is or dumb memory, and like gimmicky. Memory, yeah. Yeah, yeah, memory. Um, <laughs> yeah. The dumb and like gimmicky and having like cute cats be the like, you know, be the solve for this dilemma that they're in. But then when they fully, fully, fully committed to that yeah. reference effectively, I was like, okay, I'm here. I'm here for this. There were, there were moments like that where it was like, okay, cool. Like this is like, this is fun. And if, if the movie had been like, oh, this is great. Like, yeah. that would be just, like, one of those, like, iconic sequences that would just be, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, you're going to yeah. see gifts of it everywhere all the time. And it probably still could be and will be that. But it just, it it was just a, a bummer because I felt like the things that did shine are just, they feel like they're still dimmed for me because of just the whole thing being, huh. Yeah, but but again, I think it's possible to have a good time at this movie. Like, I want to be very clear about that. I did, yes. But I and and I don't even think you have to be drunk to do it. You know, like I think, yeah. No, it it was fun and it wasn't boring at all. It flowed. It was like I, you know, I it didn't. I loved that it was like an hour forty five. I thought, yeah, it knew it knew its length. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and and I I give it those that credit and stuff. And you mentioned, you know, you know family and everything and her the mom was my favorite character in this as she was in the show and like yeah. you know she's just it was the, the, the heart there was heart in there and I think that's also partly what the bummer for me is is that it, like there was heart in there and there were moments that I liked and it was like oh I wish that we were like I I think that structurally and this might have been just a really like overly serious take on the movie mm-hmm. but coming off especially off of I know Secret Invasion is not everybody's favorite but coming off of that right mm-hmm. and then we go and we and we see the famous scroll homeworld from even the comics here and like yeah and droge who is mentioned in secret invasion but he is like the king he's in the comics he's the one who creates the super scrolls so he's like a that big that big the king guy who was there yeah they called him droge like it was kind of cool to see him and i was like oh cool and i i am one who is interested in the fate of the scrolls in the mcu like they've to me they successfully from the first captain marvel through secret invasion and now this they have successfully captivated me with like what they want to do with them. Yeah. And if they are going to do something more. And I would have appreciated if this film was like focusing on Carol really trying to make good on her promise to find them a new home. Mm. And and if it was this big, like not like a chase through space, but like, you know, this, this Cree opponent has come up and she's, she's mad and she's mad at, you know, Carol Danvers. And also she could still be doing all the things she's doing. Yeah. But hunting down the remaining scrolls and kind of like having it be this like emotionally charged like drama, both comedy, but where it's like we are trying to relocate these scrolls. Like I felt the 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 story itself didn't serve. Yeah, I mean the stakes of it didn't moving feel, anything. Yeah. And yeah, the stakes and also like this the power switching. 
it felt like the rules of what was going on there was so unclear and then yeah. they like mastered it, but it never made sense to me how and why it was happening and when it just would decidedly not happen. Right. And it would just be two of them instead of three or it'd be like, you know, it just was like, ah, it was like, that was making me crazy, but yeah. you could still do all that and have fun and all that. You can't have, you know, Kamala Khan and not have it be fun because right. she's just that good. But it could have been that emotional backdrop that I think would have been more interesting to me anyway. Yeah, that's fair. I think uh, we we have to talk about – well, actually, first I want to make a point. It, it will be an interesting litmus test because the next movie, technically in the MCU, which will – you know, it's its own weird kind of creature, is the next Deadpool film. True. And it will be a really interesting test to see, hey, here's this film that is like a super distinct style – Will they try and shoehorn it into the point you made earlier about like the, you know, making it a more of a gun YTD, whatever this comedy, you know, whatever MCU comedy, and I'm putting that in air quotes, you know, it has become, or will the Deadpool kind of or sensibility prevail? So I think right. that will be a really interesting way to see like, okay, is this, you know, a notes issue or is this just like, you know, a larger comic book issue or what, whatever it may be. So I'm, I'm very intrigued to see how that goes. Same, yeah. Like, are we in a full identity crisis or are we not? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, again, and, you know, like, you brought that up and it's like we go into the credit scene and we see. That's what, yeah. I, I and I, I, unfortunately, I feel bad because the friends I was with, like, I couldn't have known for a fact what we were talking about going to the movie and what we were expecting and whatever. Yeah. And I had mentioned I expected to see some X-Men, somebody mm. in here. Yeah. Because they made it such a point to let us know that. Mala is our first official MCU mutant with a capital mutant M instead yes. of an, yeah. an inhuman because they decided to do that. I thought, okay, sh this is her film debut and like, we're going to get something. This is leading toward X-Men. Yeah. And uh, I was fine with that, but I was saying, I was like, my hope would be that it's just like a new person playing an mm -hmm. X-Men, like bring me new X-Men, whatever. And it yeah. could not, I can't think of many. I would have rather, had less than Kelsey Grammer. And when he walked in, I heard his voice and I said, is that Kelsey Grammer? It's well, Kelsey Grammer. So, and then it was. Yes. I, I heard his voice and I screamed because I, <laughs> I did not think about the capital M mutant thing going into it because I just flush these things from my brain pretty much yeah. once we finish them, you know, to a degree. Some things are healthier but, to, do, to do so. Right, right. But then, but then because <laughs> you know. I was, you know, hanging out with people beforehand, a bunch of people were in like, you know, uh, uh, what is it at uh, Xavier Academy shirts and, and they were like yeah yeah X-Men I was like what are you talking about and then and then they said oh there's going to be something mutiny and I was like oh no <laughs> but then when I heard Kelsey's voice I couldn't help it I just yelped I was like oh god you know yeah. like this is a voice I know and then when I saw <laughs> you know again we have tons of friends who are in the industry we know how hard it is Why? to do this stuff but it you know and then the person I took sent me a clip from The Last Stand which is uh, you know, thir what, 16 years old or mm -hmm. something like that. And I know it's prosthetics and I know they like, you know, actually had him in the costume and all this stuff. But, yeah, but that's the point. It look the new one looks so bad. Like, but you so already bad. You already showed us and he and, and to be clear, I'm more just soured on Kelsey Grammer, just kind of playfully. It's, but it's sure. just, you know, like Team Camille. Right. But yeah. <laughs> but also but it's a, but it's a thing where I'm like, he was good in the role. And I hate that movie, but he looked great. In, yeah. in The Last Stand. And he looked good again in, um, what was it, Days of Future Past? He mm -hmm. was in that. And it's like, you've already established 
what this guy looks like and you use prosthetics and you have him there, what are you doing? Well, okay. I think I know what they were attempting to do. I think this, my, my guess is that this is basically trying to say like, hey, this is an offshoot of a mutant existing, you know, universe, multiverse, etc. This is not, this way they basically get to avoid, they get to pick and choose who they want to bring back by being like, oh, this is, you know, a different timeline, a different planet, you know, Earth 6-1, whatever, or whatever it is. And so they can cherry pick or recast or do whatever they want to do. Oh, totally. Yeah. But I was just like, this is well, unrecognizable. I, I, no, I and I agree. I totally, I hear that. But I, I mean more, you've already established what like you did with them with prosthetics and everything. You have to do the yeah. same thing. You cannot just see. Well, no, I think they tried to make it look so different in order to be like, look, this is a different beast, but it's the same voice. Don't worry. I know it doesn't work. It didn't didn't work. But But yeah, I just I was like, this is just a monstrosity. And I was so offended. But (laughs) but um, and then I don't know if I heard him correctly, but her costume kind of looked. I have not looked into this and I meant to. But were we are we to believe now that Maria is binary? Did he call her binary? I don't. Remember. Her costume looked like somebody named Binary in the comics, but yeah. Binary is Carol Danvers in the comics. Like she, it's like a, a duplicate of her that gets made and is more powerful than her. Interesting. Back in like her Ms. Marvel days, I believe, back then. Yeah. And so I was like, are we just now just like she Natasha Lynch is just gonna play Binary and oh, you mean Tayana <laughs> Paris? No, no, no. Lashana Lynch. Lashana Lynch, Natasha. Yeah, yeah. Lashana Lynch, and it was uh because it was mm. Maria. And I was like, is she, I don't know if I, I thought, but I think he said binary. And that's why I was like, and then her costume. And I was like, okay, I meant to look up, look it up after. But I was like, I feel like that's who they want us to be like. That's who that is. And if that is, it's a very strange decision. Well, or is this like a universe in which, uh, no, because didn't Lashana Lynch play Captain Marvel in the, in the, yeah. The, so this is a world true, in which Captain so Marvel just, or Carol is, you know, whatever it is, you know. Captain Marvel was, Captain Marvel was is, duplicated, not Carol Danvers. Yes, and yeah, it's, makes it's Lashana yeah. Lynch's cat, and you know, yeah. yeah. Okay, I could. I, I could okay, that. then it's fine. Either way, yeah. it's fine. Like, do you? I, I more just kind of want. I mean, it, good for her if she wants to be it here and have the paycheck, and she's choosing to. But I just kind of wanted her free from the MCU. <laughs> like, oh, Lashana, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like she's incredible, and I just need her to focus on other things. <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever she can do, whatever she wants. And I'm I know. Well, if it. they're not going to give her yeah. uh, James Bond, which they should have or should, That's, you know, we haven't was, decided yeah. yet. But I, just, I wish uh, make her the new Captain Marvel or make her binary, yeah, exactly. you know, whatever. Yeah. That's fine. I'll, I'll take sure, it. Yeah, maybe we'll get. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, I did. I did not notice any of that at all. But OK, yeah, that was yeah. just my I don't know. I, my my brain was working. You know, no, but like, thinking back on upon it, like that makes sense on. that, you know, we've already established her in Multiverse of Madness as yeah. a Captain Marvel. So well, and to have her in like this outfit that it. it I, I believe I'm correct that the outfit looked like binary. I can picture. Yeah, I see articles suggesting it's oh, okay, okay. binary-ish. Okay, yeah. good. Because I, I was like to have her in like a distinct outfit like that. It was like you, peep, you're doing this so people are like, who? Oh, that's this. That's this person. You know, yeah. it was kind of like Charlize throwing up, sh- showing up, and she's Clea. Yeah. In Doctor Strange, and it was like without saying the name or who she is. It's like they want you to know. Right. You know, someone's going to well, pick up on it. So it feels like it was interesting. And I feel like it's also interesting, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I may have zoned out and you may have zoned out too, but we we still haven't named Monica Rambeau's. No, she didn't get it. They right. they named her, like, like when, like, Kamala was, like, giving her names. Yeah. They, I knew a few of them were, like, ones that we discussed. They dropped her yeah. names. So, like, she, she's rejected them. And so I don't know if she's just going to be Captain Rambeau, which I like that. Yeah. But 
Well, or uh, they're they're trying to avoid giving away this binary thing until later. But yeah, maybe there's something to to that that'll yeah. But and and I do I, I will say also as far as the emotional beats go, the parts that I did like, I did appreciate in Wandavision. I thought the scene where we saw monica wake up from the blip or come back from the blip i thought mm-hmm. that was good oh emotional. yeah i loved how they handled that yeah and revisiting that here i had kind of forgotten about it honestly and revisiting it here and the emotional part of that and then the whole getting to the bottom of like how she that the scene where she's talking about like you said that you'd be right back and mm-hmm. carol goes oh and she was i was 12 or whatever like you don't say that to a kid or yeah. seven or whatever she was and i kind of liked getting to those uh those moments because she's wonderful actress and it was just kind of like to be able she she got me in those scenes and i was like okay there's like emotional beats here they they are i just didn't feel like they were they didn't play out earned yeah by the whole thing right i was also like would this really be when they're having this discussion (laughs) like no that that was a weird time but but it was i appreciated kind of getting her the backstory and kind of seeing it from how how it affected her emotionally because i felt like most of wandavision her character felt very guarded Mm-hmm. So it was nice to kind of get cracked, cracked behind the, the layer here, like kind of get yeah. into it, and it was I liked that. So there were things, and then you know the Young Avengers. I I wanted that's a, that's the kind of tease. I thought it was funny, but mm-hmm. that's the kind of tease that you know seven, eight, nine years ago I would have been like, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <I'm> so excited. <laughs> and now I'm just like, you have been throwing Young Avengers members at us for three, four years now. If they're not more at this point, right? Like (laughs) they're all over. You've been making it a point. We know it's something that is supposedly coming someday just based on what you're like teasing. You won't tell us what it is that's coming. Yeah. And now you're kind of giving us this little hint. And it's like, I almost just feel like it's like too late. Like, like, go ahead how, and do it. But I'm how not funny now. would it be though if they just didn't do it? Like, they just forever just keep <laughs> stringing us along and are like, boo, uh, like, boo. I know. <laughs> you know it's just this, like running gag of like, who's the next young Avenger? Who isn't going to be young Avenger? Going to be right. And and you know, I would welcome a young Avengers because honestly, like, if they did like a series or something, it could yeah. feel kind of like Ms. Marvel did. But like, I want. I want to stay on this planet. I want to stay in this reality. And I just want to like, can we please just have some street level fun with like some young Avengers? That'd be fun. Okay. I want to use this as a point to transition us into Loki. Yeah. Yeah. Because one, I'm not a hundred percent sure what happened at the end. (laughs) I don't don't care. (laughs) But there was a moment in time and I knew they weren't going to do it. But part of me was like, just blow it all up, blow up all the timelines, just do it, just erase it, just start it over. And obviously, they're not going to do that when the series ends the night before their next film premieres. But boy, howdy, was I hoping they would do it. And they well, continue yeah, I, to disappoint me. <laughs> I agree, because I think it was a few weeks ago we were talking about Loki, and I had said stakes were just kind of hard for me in the show because – yeah. The biggest threat is that you're going to wipe out these timelines, and I'm like, and yay, they a never reboot. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But like, that's the threat that you're teasing me with, and it's something that I would quite like. Yes. It's like when I, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I watched The Little Mermaid as a kid, and I wanted Ursula to like to end Ariel, and I was like, yes. you're just teasing me with a reality that you're not going to give me. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, and it's like that's what I felt like here. It was just very like it's a commentary on just the oversaturation. I feel that. Has yes, been I was like, prune it, prune but, it all. Exactly. Yeah, and then oh my god, I just really didn't like this episode. I was like, oh, it's like a Doctor Strange thing. We've seen this bit before, and the fact that it all comes down to like he won't prune Sylvie. I'm like, oh my god. Just that do was, it. 
just it was really rough times for me. She was totally willing to be killed. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and it was just like, that's all you have to do. And now you're just going to live in this tree. And <laughs> my only understanding of it, and I cannot pronounce the name, but it's a tree from North mythology. It's Is it Idrisil? Yes. That's yeah. Why. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. from the comics, but it's also like, so I'm familiar with that it's tree. The, it's, it's like the tree of life, basically. It's essentially yeah. the thing holding yeah. it together, timelines and stuff. I, I've come across it in the comics. It's been around. Yeah. But, and Loki does live in it. Current, I don't know if it's current or what, but I, the last time I ever saw it, Loki was living in it. And I didn't read about how he got in there, but he's like <laughs> the god of stories in this comic I read. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he just has to live in there forever. And so I'm thinking that's what they're doing here. If I had yeah. not read the comic, I will that comic that I'm just piecing this together because I haven't looked at this into this either. And I meant to. I just like you didn't really care that much. Yeah. But had I not ever had knowledge of any of that, I would have been like, what the hell is going on? Well, it's it's funny because like <laughs> I nonsensical. You know, I read Neil Gaiman's Norse mythology. I recently played through God of War, which is, and again, mm-hmm. these are all like interpretations of it. Yes, but you know that tree. <laughs> you know that tree. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, uh, you know, uh, it's it's a huge factor in the God yeah. of War, the recent games. But I did not at all <laughs> think about. I, I think I at some point was like, oh, Tree of Life, fine. Yeah, yeah. But I forgot that you know it's a huge part of Norse mythology. Well, in fairness, Dana, I can argue you can watch this Loki show and forget that he is from Norse mythology. Well, let's not, not forget there was one episode where he just aggressively expositioned. That's not how you know Asgard looks. <laughs> yeah, but it's like they've just complete. I mean, I think you know. Again, I've I've liked the style of the show, just not for this show. I think like I've liked yeah. the set direction, art direction. I think it's gorgeous, and I I think the music's fun. I think I think it's very, very pleasing to look at. Yes. It's just like, I've never really grasped how and why we this is what we should be doing with Loki. I don't, and I don't care about what's going on with the stories and stuff. And then it just, it gets lost. And I'm like, the fact that we're watching a show about like the God of Mischief. And honestly, what this last episode did that kind of irritated me and made me more against the show than I already kind of felt. Uh-huh. Going back to the first episode of the show where we see Loki being interrogated by yeah what's his face owen wilson yeah i was like oh my god you're just reminding us that like yeah this loki i I knew it but this is the loki who literally just was getting arrested for Mm. what you did with thanos in new york and now you want me to believe that a year later he's deciding to like give his entire life to hold the realities he was trying to destroy okay not only that that this is a loki who has spent hundreds of years learning quantum mechanics yes like that's his only thing and he's i don't i just it did yeah, not attract with the like character even the character that they've built out i was that's like yeah we I mean, get it he yeah. changed but like my my it, notes are back to like there's not enough time for this level of change yeah i'm sorry i mean you would have lo- you would lose your mind if you yes. had to do that yes my my screamy capital notes are what the fuck is the point of this and then in bold, I swear to God, if this all comes down to him not being able to prune Sylvie, I will fucking lose it. We are lost. <laughs> yep, lost it. <laughs> and then, yes, kill Loki. Do it, please. Finally. All caps, of course. And then these are the stupidest shoes for Loki or Loke furs. Stupid. And then I don't get what's happening. Yeah. No, yeah. That I, I had oh, I'm sorry, was... it ends with so dumb. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I was like, I don't think I noticed the shoes, but I had all those other thoughts. <laughs> I, I noticed the shoes because I was like, yeah. these are stupid loafers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it just, it felt 
listen, if this is the end of Loki, yeah, mm-hmm. I have a feeling it's I don't not, think it is. But if it is, perfect. And if people, if anyone out there is happy with this whole arc now we've gotten from Loki, then like more power to them. I'm happy for them. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I wanted to be done with Loki when he died. Well, <laughs> way back when, yes. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've never wanted we've, this. We've, been, we've said that every episode. We've yeah, every, yeah, we've, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just like never wanted this. So if we can just finish the show here, if Sylvie's going to appear somewhere else. That's fine. Fine, whatever. I just, kid, but I'm kid like, Loki will just... never actually appear in the Young Avengers because, you know, again, we're, it's the new sure. thing that yeah. we're. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's just like, just can we just leave this here? Uh, I have feeling that it won't. But I was going to say, I, I don't want to yeah. say what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it. So I've seen like little bits and pieces. And obviously it's conjecture and like mm-hmm. nerds like us saying this. But, you know, something about like, oh, this gives Loki and so the ability to like change timelines and resurrect people and like something, something Tony Stark. And I was like, no. If they <laughs> even think. Because honestly, this Loki wouldn't even like Tony Stark. Like this Loki didn't survive, didn't do Endgame, didn't do any of that. Like this Did Loki, this I'm, Loki I'm was taken. I'm confused as to who this Loki is at this, this point. This Loki so. was taken from New York in Endgame oh. when they went. Remember that he, this Loki had just failed oh, okay. at destroying Earth with the Shatari from the yeah. first Avengers. That's who this is, and that's why I was like, when you took us back to the beginning there, right? Okay. He was able to get out. Okay, because so this Loki they, didn't even sacrifice himself, right? This okay. Loki did nothing good, and yeah. so I'm like, you can't, I can't get here. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, like with this TVA stuff, I can't get. You just reminded me that this character development is totally not here. Like, right. you know, that's what you reminded me of here. Like when when you showed me that, you went, took me back to the first episode. Not you, the show, but <laughs> I, I can't just, get there. Let's and, not. And let's just it. not. How about we don't? Mm-hmm. And yet we're going to. That's the problem. Because I, I read something that like the finale got like even more viewership than the premiere did. And so it's like, yeah, for the first episode of the season. So it's like they look at the viewership and be like, oh, great. And that means we should just keep this going. And I'm like, that's not necessarily. Yeah, that's not what means. we said. <laughs> That's we just did thing. it because you made a big deal and we have to watch it before like well, and if, Marvels. And if, if, and if people really like this for him, then like he should stay there. <laughs> just, just stay in your tree. That. And then we don't we can just always know him moving forward. Yeah. That this that this is all able to happen because Loki's letting it. And we can also know this could all end if Loki would let it. So let's just we'll, let's just, or we know. could, or Loki could just end it. You yes, know? Thing, do us all a favor. And to blame, depending yeah. on who you are, <laughs> you know. And it's like, but yeah, I, 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 yeah, that's all I can say. I hope it's over, but it. It's not, but yeah, it, you're right. I, I hope it's over too, but I am. I have a feeling it won't be. Yeah, racing, I, yeah. yeah, and I mean, we it is. Know, it is funny though, because you know. Tom Hiddleston and Zoe Ashton are partnered, right? And they have like a mm-hmm. kid together. And I was just like, both of you have made me sad this week. <laughs> yeah, you both really, really made me sad. Yeah. It's not your yeah. fault. It's not your yeah. well, it's sort of Tom Hiddleston's yeah. fault because he's an EP on the show. But Yeah. And she died in her film. So it's like she may be yeah. a one and done unless there's a variant of her out there somewhere. But oh, it's God, just don't say that. <laughs> you know, it's just it's what's happened. And I'm like, can we please because like we said, it's just the stakes get ruined and everything's just just a mess. It's, yeah, it's just really just, just a, a, mess. a hot tree mess. Yeah, one big tree mess. Yes. 
and with bad shoes. <laughs> okay, we. <laughs> I can't get over the shoe. You have to Google them and like. I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say I have to go back and look, but I can't do that. But I'll I'll Google them. <laughs> you just Google them. I can't bring myself to go back and look. No. <laughs> well, we're watching what? What else have we been watching? We've had quite a little break, so. I watched Selling Sunset. Of course. Wonderful. Yes. You know. I don't know a single thing that happened. (laughs) I can't. I could not name for you. But but it was just wonderful. Oh, they opened a new office. Yes. I, as evidence from the text message. Yes. Continue to expand it to Cancun. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I can only imagine when we get our selling sunset or selling Cancun or whatever. Oh my God! I would watch it. That'll be a joy. Yeah. I watched Priscilla. Right. I know you're going to watch at some point. Yes. And then I, I am surprised how much it has not appeared on the radar. Yeah, I, I kept seeing, I saw that, yeah, I can't decide if I only was, like, knowing so much that it was happening because I somehow follow things that are Sofia Coppola things or somehow, I don't know, or, like, I mean, or, you know. I didn't see the trailer a ton, but I was very aware it was coming, and I don't know why. I'm, I was yeah. aware it was coming because I'm very much in the, like, the A24, yes. like, yeah. I get all the emails, I get so many emails. Yeah. But I was, I was surprised that, it, but I think, I think it's, it's much like superhero fatigue, it might be Elvis fatigue. <laughs> Yeah, it may be. And I will say just on that note, without spoilers, I just I I ended well, up liking Jacob Elordi's performance pretty well in it. Like I felt sure. I think some people might not. I don't know. But we talked about Austin Butler and all that stuff. And I think he was great in that film, except for I think he was to me playing Elvis in a way of like the Elvis that we how we think Elvis was based on seeing him on stage. Mm hmm. And he may have been that way all the time. I don't know. But yeah, he felt yeah. like he was playing kind of just like a very like elevated like. I'm always in in this mode, show, type of showman works, mode, yeah. Showman mode, where even in the personal life, whereas this felt kind of like his performance kind of felt like I was like, oh yeah, I could totally see this being Elvis behind closed doors. Like it was more subdued; it wasn't quite so like flashy, yeah. You know, and so I appreciate that. Okay. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah. So I saw that, and I watched the Anatomy of a Fall. Ooh, I really want to see that. Isn't that? I'm surprised that. That wouldn't be something that they would be putting forward. Oh, they they are. I just they are. Is that too? Yeah. So there's some things. Okay. Yeah, I I could see that being up for some different awards and stuff. It was uh, it's it's pretty long, but it was. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was pretty great, and it uh, had some. I thought every performance in it was strong, mm-hmm. but it was one of those things where I kind of like when you don't really know any of the actors in it, and so you yeah. just kind of it felt, and it felt to me like like watching like real. Life. like it felt Ooh. like it was like watching something that like you're like a fly on the wall and the main actress i've heard amazing her things about yeah it and i don't want to build she has it, like, two movies this year apparently that she's okay excellent in. well it's, and it's a little understated so i don't want to be like oh you just get ready for the most dramatic thing you'll ever see from her no no, no i've just heard i felt her track. performance i came out of it and this is like a really big statement so i'm sure <laughs> it's not completely true but i came out of it feeling very kind of like that was one of the best performances i've ever seen like okay, i felt okay. that way about it like i was just kind of like wow cuz i just believed everything she didn't said sure. she just was she was it was that good anyway uh so i'm curious to know when you watch that i i and then, and then that, i've been just watching honestly every every hallmark style christmas movie you can think of and i've been doing it ever since november 1st sure i don't know some how we're favorites, friends yeah. some favorites included uh, cuz i you know i it's so great cuz you can watch there's new ones and then you can go back and like oh this one's from 2012 and i never saw it like it's like it's just wonderful this is like yeah. this is when i'm most rewarded by the excessive uh, <laughs> amount of streaming services and things cuz it's just like you can just find stuff some True. favorites this year have been snowman's oh okay merry christmas <laughs> 
a Christmas reunion starring Denise Richards. I will say. Oh, okay. And a bride for Christmas. Those are the four I've loved the most so far. But I'm like averaging like one a day. I'm just like, you know. Oh, my God. So anyway, that's been my life. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> do, do I need to stage like an intervention? <laughs> you may. Okay. You may. You know, I... <laughs> yeah. it's, it's it's problems over here. I'll say yeah. That. Well, you know what I'm upset about? I can't believe... I'm, I guess I'm... You, I usually do this post Thanksgiving or around Thanksgiving when it like yeah. really hits. That's like but no I, I always pick the most absurd one I can based on the yeah. description and at least watch that. Last year it was the one about the colorblind <laughs> teacher. Yes. And, yes. <laughs> and just I couldn't. So I have to I have to identify what this year's will be. This will be. <laughs> so I have time, thankfully. Yeah. I'm sure <laughs> you do have some time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure whatever you choose will will also be on my oh, God. List. Oh, yes. Like... Luke McFarlane is in even more this year. Like my yeah. God, get him out of here. Oh, I, I see it. Lacey Lacey Cuth- Chathbert Cuthbert has one. Anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, I will I will enter the fray post Thanksgiving, but it's too early for me now. It's too early. Unless you. you see like a really absurd one, in which case let me know and I will watch Well, one. I have one I have one that I would like to suggest that, I, that you watch, but it is coming out this week. Well, so it might be a little early. I can I can record it and watch it. It's called Best Christmas Ever. But <laughs> well, it that's is too generic. Heather Graham, Jason Biggs, and Brandy. Oh no, that sounds. <laughs> and then a guy named Matt Cadenio, but I'm not sure I know. Yeah. I don't know. Netflix is like. It might not be as bad as we think. I don't know. I just want to throw it out there. I haven't even watched okay. the trailer. I've only seen the poster, which is okay. beautiful. And I I've think been, like, if it's I, on Netflix, it's on I think this is a you report back one. Yes, um, I will because I because, will watch it this week. Right, if this is like Christmas <laughs> Prince level good, you know, I, I'm got to be watched. Right, yeah. I, I'm in. I, I don't like that they did not give Brandy as famous a partner as the other two. I don't either. Like that seems, but maybe he's rude. the best actor. We don't know. <laughs> sure, quite possible. <laughs> you know, quite, quite. Yeah. No, I'm looking. He at is. IMDb. I mean, <laughs> no shade to Jason. I mean, Jason, he is more attractive. Sure, but you know. <laughs> but yes, I agree. It's we a can, low, you know, it's a low bar. Us, Shade to Jason, but it's a low bar. <laughs> All right. Well, yes, I've watched so many things because we are in the yeah. season. I watched Nyad, which is on Netflix, oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. which is the Annette Benning. I, I watched Dream Scenario, which I, I think you would like. Your boy, right? With my boy, I, but it's I'm it's intrigued. a yeah, it's a a more muted. I mean, he's like. It, it's a good reminder of that Nicolas Cage is actually a very good actor, you know? It's, it's an interesting idea, and it feels like, from the trailer, it feels like a a good use of Nicolas Cage. Yes, very much so. Like, and yeah. I was, I actually had, I didn't have to. I chose to go read the notes after, because I was like, I think th- this was my interpretation of what, like, the messaging was. Like, let me see what the director's statement, you know, if it there is one, was. And, and they were talking about how Nick Cage, like, related to the character. And the premise is, it's like, this guy is just, like, appearing in people's dreams. Just period, yeah. point, like, like, that's it. And, you know, gains fame because of it. And Nicolas Cage was like, yeah, I, I related to the journey the character goes on. I was like, yes, this... It makes sense, right? Because it's like, oh, you know, sometimes your behavior is the thing that makes you famous. And sometimes it's just like existing. Um, Yeah, I think I think he's really good at it. Like, honestly, you know. um, No, and I haven't seen it in a long time, but it was giving me vibes of like adaptation. Yes. Yeah. When I was watching the trailer. He talked about, yeah. uh, The Killer, which is another Netflix one. It made me so sad. Like in a a good way or like. No, it's a a David Fincher film who yeah. I'm 
I, I know he's hit yeah. and miss, and I, yeah, but I, I, I very much respect it. Yeah, and it's Michael Fassbender, it's Tilda Swinton. Oh my god! And it just, it was. I called it a killer, or like murder or ASMR, because it's just so monotonous. And I, I again, I don't know if I just like missed the point of it, but it was not for me. I'm gonna have to check it out because I'm curious. You say all those things. I mean, I believe you, but it's like you say all those things, and I'm like, oh my god, that's like. Taylor, Taylor made for me. Right. I was so <laughs> you know, excited. And these words are working for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then it, it did not work for me. Oh, there's bummer. one scene in it. I don't want to spoil it too much, but there's one scene in it where I was like, oh, this is the movie I wanted to see. Like, this is the expectations I had for the quality of this. And so the fact that it was in it, I was like, oh, that means. Well, yeah, that often makes it worse, right? Right. Because then yes. you're just like, oh, so the potential, there it is. I almost would have rather it. seen that as like a short film than the entirety okay. of the film. <laughs> Maybe it ought to depend. Let's see. Uh, I saw Perfect Days, which is, I've been doing all the international ones right now. So it's Japan's entry into uh, Best International Feature for the Oscars mm. this year. But it's Vim Vendors directing. Okay. He's a German Academy Award winner. <laughs> Interesting. It's yeah. It's like very it? it's very slice of life. I liked it. Some people really didn't like it. I liked it. It's quieter. I think it's also from Neon, who I think are releasing uh, Anatomy of a Fall, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was Neon. Yeah. Yeah, and I I've noticed that that and Worst Person in the World. You saw that, right? Yes. Um, th- those are all, and the, you know they are re- distributing these, not necessarily producing them, but. They, they have sort of acquired all of these international, like, slice of life, really well-made, really well-acted films. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of like a theme happening here. So I can get down with that. Yeah. yeah it, reminded, it reminded me of a little bit of Worst Person in the World. That it's, it's, you know, characters, not necessarily as much about, like, oh, this wild plot's happening. So if you go yeah. into it with that expectation, I thought it was good. But I also acknowledge that why I could see why people would be uh, – uh, I saw Trolls, which we will talk about when it comes out. I don't know if I'll make you see it, but I saw I be there Trolls. in line. In line. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, the usual Housewives. Uh, Potomac is back. Of course. Yes. Oh, yeah. Potomac is back. Okay. Oh, Potomac's back, and Potomac is finding its footing. <laughs> so it's okay. I haven't even. I didn't even know. It was yeah, we're two back. episodes in. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I know. Where have you been? What the hell? Because, yeah, I know we have, we have like four of them right now, right? And that's one of them. Mm. Salt Lake, OC, Beverly Hills. No, no, no OC's done. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. So, yeah. yes. Salt Lake, Beverly Hills. Hills, Potomac. Potomac, but I thought there was another. I think Miami is coming. Miami's happening on Peacock. That's what it is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A brilliant Which doesn't time. really count, I guess, because it, it does, but it's on Peacock, but it's not. Well, no, I actually think what's happening is. They air on Peacock first, and then later it airs on Bravo. I saw season one was airing on Bravo, like kind of recently. Yeah, so I think or that, not that, season one, but the most recent. Yeah, I think I think we might be in a if you have Peacock, it's available, and if not, it's currently airing on Bravo. Eventually, although yeah. I don't know why you would have Bravo and not Peacock. But. Yeah, I was like, and I, I think that's they're doing it with Ultimate Girls Trip, also. I think right. I'm so excited yeah. for the new Ultimate Girls Trip. That's New York, right? Uh, yes, it's the basically Legacy New York. Are we still? Is that the one where that Brandy was on? I think so. Okay, so because then there's the one with Brandy and Carol. So season five Carol. is dubbed Ultimate Girls Trip, Roni Legacy. But what's the one? Is that like because we have the one, the one that with all the drama we're waiting to like find out about, but Brandy and and Carolyn Manzo. I think that's that a stuff. different one. Okay, but that was Ultimate Girls Trip also, and I feel like that was supposed to already happen. But it, I think this drama has like held. It I up. mean, it's quite possible that it just didn't won't happen. Happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe it, we just won't get it. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait. 
no, is this saying that they're, excuse me, I'm sorry, they're set to star. They have not filmed it yet. Okay. So the so dramatic this, one might be coming soon. And then that will be six, will be the one that they're going to go on the trip. Okay. The New York. Race. No, I think the current one is going to be four, and then this is five. Oh, okay. Got that's it. my guess. Yeah, I think that actually, yeah, I think that's the That case. makes sense then, okay. Yeah. <laughs> these, are, these are our lives. Most important conversation we've ever had. I know. It's Hallmark, Hallmark movies, <laughs> Ultimate Girls Trip. If anyone's still listening, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and also, and are, are you okay? <laughs> I'm sorry about your life. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to join us for? <laughs> yeah. Do you need help? Like... Do you want to watch a Hallmark movie with us? Question mark. <laughs> Oh, no, I found, okay, I found the Hallmark list of movies I'm going to watch. I'm going to go through tonight. <laughs> All right, well, thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you, as per usual, to Matt, and that has actually been it for this episode. If you liked it, we would love it if you could leave us a five-star rating, a review, or even consider subscribing.